Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside my co-host this week, Jared Groff. He is with Allstate Insurance, handles the Pewaukee Lake Country area. Jason, how you been? I've been good, Mike. You been good? I have. Yeah, it's good to see you. <laughs> You know, I got to thank you more than any of the people from Allstate because you and I started this process about a year and a half ago. And, you know, things take time. And the process was um, pretty interesting. You know, we tried to get agents here locally to get involved with this youth sports show. And then we got corporate involved. And once we put everything together, everything came, you know, came together. But it took us a while. And, and you hung in there with me the whole time. So thank you for that. Oh, you bet. It's, it's been great, Mike. Yeah. How's business for you? Good? Yeah, business is great. Good. It's been a great uh, 2019, growing and, and doing well. Well, and you handle uh, the Lake Country area, and you handle the Pewaukee area, and you're involved in youth sports, right? I am. They're Every day of my life. Every day, right? <laughs> how many kids do you have? I've got three kids. And how, how many of those kids are involved in youth sports? Uh, two. Yeah. The youngest one just starting now. He's four going on five, and he'll be uh, he'll be joining the uh, soccer fun here oh, in, in about two months. You know, those boys in studio don't want to hear the word soccer. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, and you know what? The one on the couch, don't let him catch you. I'm telling you right right now, we are talking about, and, and I'm excited because uh, uh, Junior Chiefs youth football has a great reputation. And I get a chance to, to see a guy I went, uh, went to high school with, haven't talked for a long time. But Dave Volk, who is the treasurer of, of the Junior Chiefs Youth Football, um, it's really good to see you again. How yeah. you been? Yeah, absolutely great. Yeah, it's, good. it's been a long time. It's been a long time. We played football together, too, in high school. We did. Yeah. And you know what? I'm just going to get this out because uh, Matt McQuestion is the other guy in studio. And then Jared Volk, who is your son, is on the couch. We're going to bring him up in a little bit. I'll just get it out right now, Matt. Dave Volk was a heck of a high school football player. <laughs> You know what? Did he you hear was. That, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? I'm sorry, man. I'm just. You told me, please don't say that out in the air because he's going <laughs> to oh, puff man. up his chest. Hey, look, he's he not going to fit through the door. You know what? Yeah. He was way tougher than you thought. He had good feet. <laughs> he was strong. He was smart. He was a really good high school football player. Did I'm you just, hear that? Uh, my, tell my son that. That's the guy. Well, Kim Kirchin, look. Because he was a good high school football player, he got a girl as pretty as Kim Kirchin. Look at him once or well, twice. I, I'll, I'll say that Dave definitely married. Oh, Way you think I look? Yeah. You know, we both outkicked their coverage. We're in these mesmer girls. I'm just telling you, we both did well. Dave, how, uh, you have how many kids? How many grandkids? 
Well, I have th- I have three children. Uh-huh. Uh, Jared being my my uh, uh, youngest, and now I have three grandchildren with one on the way. So, Man, yeah, we have four. We have it's four. So, so much fun. I have a guy I, that that was on Faith in the Zone, another show that I do. Who said, "Look, if had I known how cool it was to be a grandfather, I would have skipped the parenthood thing." Oh, it is great. Together. It is fantastic. Yes. You spoil him and send him home. I can't wait to coach him. There you go. That That's going to be awesome. You guys have been involved in Matt. I'm going to start with you. You've been involved. You're the president of the Junior Chiefs Youth Football Program. What impresses me a lot about both you and Dave, your kids have been – your kids aren't playing anymore in this junior youth program, yet you continue to be involved in it. And we had this conversation, both Matt and I and Dave and I, about the reason why you're still involved in this program. A lot, a lot of times – once your kids are gone, you leave the program and you go, hey, this has been great. I hope you do well. We're moving on. You guys haven't done that. And Matt, let me start with you. Can I ask why? Um, I, I, I love I love football. I love youth football. And I, I just love the community that I live in. And this is how I've chosen to serve my community. That's awesome. Dave, same question. You know, this 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 program that you're involved in, you know, we, we I do this every week, and there are programs that people talk about. You know, the Franklin Youth Football Program, I've said this a hundred times on the air, that they people talk about that youth program. They talk about the Junior Chiefs program a lot as to one that they look up at and say, man, if we could get to where they're at, if we could be as good as they are. So you guys have been involved in this a long time, and you're inside that bubble, but understand outside the bubble, people look at your program and go, Man, I wish we could be more like them. And you've been involved for how long? Twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. Yes. And you, when you started twenty-five years ago, if I would have got to you then and said, "Do you think you'll be involved with this for twenty-five years?" Probably well, would say no. But you know, it, it kind of gets in your blood. And you know, I watched my two sons go through the program and coach them. For, I coached for fourteen years. Um, it, it just kind of kind of hit me that it's a great thing for our community and our kids. I mean, you, you can see where I, I can tell you instances where parents years later have come to me and say, hey, putting our child through this program was the best thing we ever did. Um, he had a lot of problems, a lot of discipline issues, and it, it changed him completely. And now he does his homework and, uh, you know, he's on his best behavior. So you hear stories like that, and it just makes you want to keep doing it. And then, like you said, we, we, we have a – the program is – we find is try and make it the best there is. Right. And we want to keep that going. And that's part of my view is to try and keep that going and find the right group of guys to run this program. We're all volunteers. We don't get paid for any of this stuff. Right. And yeah. that is the, the probably the best thing is to watch. And then you watch kids grow. It's nothing better than going out on a Saturday morning and, and, and watching a bunch of fifth graders mix it up on the football field. Right. You know, it, yeah. Do you it know doesn't get any better than that. Jason, you know what's cool about this is you've got two guys that have already gone through three, including me. Three of us in here have gone through what you're going through right now, mm-hmm. and and I've got I've got to believe that there are some times that you go, wow, this is this is a lot, man. You know what? It's a lot. I've still I got to work. I got, but understand it goes by quicker than you think, and the amount of life lessons that your kids are going to learn from being part of stuff like this is so valuable. In fact. You know, the second segment here, we're going to talk to Jared Volk, who played at a really high level. He was a guy that came really close to playing on Sundays. That's how good this kid was, and he went through this program. And we're going to talk to him about about going through the program and the life lessons that he learned.
But this is a great spot to have you in studio because we all believe in, in the stuff that you're doing with your kids. So keep going with that. Will do. Yeah. What, um, what sports do your kids play? So I've got uh, right now my my oldest uh, Peyton, uh, my daughter. Yes, uh, she's uh, she's dancing uh, over at Liberty Dance Studios. It's a big commitment, brother. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah, I uh, didn't know that until I started doing this youth sports show, and I had a McGuanago youth group in a dance group in, and they blew me away with the, the the amount of commitment that you have to give to that sport is is amazing. Exactly. Yep. So she does that, and then she's uh, she also plays a little soccer as well. Okay. Obviously, can tell what dad played when he grew up. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the only not a great fit with the group that you're in here with, because these boys they don't mind soccer players that want to come kick for them. But that's pretty much about, that's about it. it. Yeah, that's about it. So, but then my son, uh, my son Wesley, uh, he's uh, uh, over at the uh, SC Wave Soccer Club. Okay. And then he also does uh, baseball, youth baseball. Yep. And then he's over at the Waukesha West Wolverines basketball. Well, he's playing basketball, so he can't be an all-bad kid, exactly. right? Exactly. 30, 36 years I coached that sport, and I'm, I'm retired, Dave. I'm done. That, that's all conditioning for football. It's, oh, there that's you what go. I've heard. That's what I've heard. They, they can play basketball to be conditioned. They can play soccer to be the kicker. Exactly. And, and Hartley Arrowhead's had some unbelievable kickers over the years. Matt, t- tell me about the uh, the strength of the program. Now, one of the things that, that I'm finding, and I think it's not going to be a surprise to anybody, is football numbers at the youth programs are down all over the state, all over the country. Um, we had a president a few years ago that said, if I had a son, I wouldn't allow him to play football. And I think the opposite. And I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. I, I don't think football has ever been safer. When Dave and I played, you, you needed a water break, take a salt pill. You're not getting water. Water's for weak. Mm-hmm. You can't That's be right. weak. You're absolutely right. We're, we're, we're bull in the ring, nutcracker, all of that that I just got killed in. You know, they don't, you guys don't, we don't do that anymore. Very seldom are we tackling, we're not hitting, you know, we're not doing as much hitting as, at, at all, and everything's keep your head out of the game. So all the lessons that they've learned on guys like us, they've put into play now, and I think football's never been safer. Look, it's a violent, fast, tough sport. So you're going to have some some collision injuries, but nobody talks about skateboarding, nobody talks about snowboarding, nobody talks about soccer you know, my, my uh, co-host on the WFCA show, Tom Swiddle, his son played quarterback all through youth football and high school football. Now he's a cornerback in college, never had a concussion. Daughter played soccer, Division One soccer mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. Got her third concussion, she can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. But nobody says, well, you can't play soccer. It's, it's a dangerous sport. But they certainly talk about football. Yeah, so we um, – you're, you're correct that numbers are down. Um, we are we – are about where we were last year, but historically compared to say five years ago, we're probably down. We're about the third. We're two thirds the size that we were. Okay. Um, I will say this: that our our program, uh, the Lake Country Chiefs, has made a significant financial commitment to the equipment that we give our players. We have literally the best equipment that players can possibly have. And um, I will say this also um, with our sport: most. The most serious injuries that I've seen kids have have happened like on the playground. Um, I'm not saying that we haven't had some injuries, um, but my kids played all the way through Chiefs through into college, and the worst injury my son Nick had was he broke a finger or broke a bone in his finger. Right. So um, I, it's it's a rough and tumble sport, but the benefits of playing youth football are 
just outweigh the risk. And guys, when when you talk about the you know the flag football and then fifth gear, they start tackling in fifth out by you yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. We're not talking about it's it's more just taking somebody to the ground. There's not a lot of big collisions at that age. Kids are you know pretty kind of nervous and and they're all relatively the same size for the most part. And there's not a lot of speed yet, so it's it's more of just technique at that point, right? Correct. And you know our league has taken measures. We have specific rules on contact um, for practice uh, during the week and also for games. Um, there are some rules that don't apply at higher levels as far as um, uh, contact away from a play or um, getting involved in something away from where the ball is. And our, during the season, we're allowed two hours of contact during the season, during the week with our players. So like in our practices, we never do an Oklahoma drill or um, we don't do any type of... Uh, Nutcracker. No, no. Man, that's an pull in the ring. Yeah. John Kozak. That was fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, that? full fun. Yeah, yeah. John Kozak hit me into the next oh, week. Oh, I remember him, yeah. Yeah, I came home and my mom was sore. She's like, I don't know why I'm sore. I said, because John Kozak hit me. That's why. Hey, the Lake Country Chiefs, their mission statement. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It's right on their website. Not everybody will put their mission statement out for everybody to read, so I, I certainly um, appreciate their, that they do that. Our goal is not to only to develop the basic fundamentals and understanding the game, but to develop good work ethic, teamwork, perseverance, and self-confidence in a safe and, fi- and fun environment. You can, uh, For more information on the Lake Country Chiefs, go to lakecountrychiefs.org. Is it Heartland... Um, Area only is it late? All the Lake Country kids are coming. What, yeah, what so is our, the... we're we belong to the All American Youth Football League, okay, and they have very specific rules regarding enrollment. So essentially, anybody that feeds into Arrowhead High School could play in our program. Excellent. Hey, we're going to get to a break. I'm joined by Matt McQuestion. He's the president. Dave Volk, the treasurer, and uh, my co-host this week is Jason Gruff. He's with uh, Allstate Insurance. And again, he handles Pewaukee and Lake Country. Matt, I'm going to put you on the couch the next uh, segment. I want to bring uh, Jared Vulcan. I wanted to ask him what it was like playing for his dad. <laughs> find out what that's. That's where he learned everything. We're going to find out that he learned he was, everything there. We're going to find out he's a way better high school football player than he was a grade school coach on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. I'm back in my uh, Welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, alongside my co-host this week, Jason Groff, Allstate Insurance. And give him a call at 262-695-1600. What I love, boys, is during the break is you guys are talking, hey, look, Jason's looking to be more involved with 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 organizations like yours. So thank you for your willingness to work with Jason. I can't do programs like this and and highlight, promote, and celebrate youth football or youth sports in this area without really good partners like Jason and the people at Allstate Insurance. So Jason, thank you for that. Appreciate that. Thanks, Mike. You bet. We're now joined. I I've, we've put Matt McQuestion. Nobody puts him in the corner. Don't put baby in the corner. <laughs> but we got him on the we got him on the couch because Jared Volk is joining us. He is the uh, competition director for this youth football program, the Junior Chiefs Youth Football Program, and he has played at a really high level. And and I'm going to tell you first and foremost, because 
of the relationship I had with your father and your mom, I watched you as much as I could. And I thought, okay, he's better than his daddy was. I'm just telling you. <laughs> his daddy was good, but this boy is better. And to, So there's this personal kind of like I would find your games. And sometimes you guys played on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, different yep. I would find him just to watch you play, and I enjoyed watching you play. Congratulations on a really good career. Did the start of this thing for you, to start in the Junior Chiefs program, good memories about that? Oh, so many memories. Um, I can't can't describe the experience I really had with um, – You come a little closer football. if you can. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's all right. No worries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the experience was great. Um, I have lifelong friends from it. I mean, I – I married one of my best friends from uh, the Chiefs program this year. I was I was his officiant. I am standing up in my other buddies uh, from Chiefs uh, wedding this year as wow. well, and still keep in touch with a lot of guys and made a lot of memories and did a lot for my for my life. Hey, so I, I coached youth basketball with my son, and when when I see those guys, they don't want to talk about the way they they talk about the lo- first loss we ever had was like year three in the program we won the state AU a couple times and then we went to the nationals and the first loss we had was a team from New York they talk about that game more than anything but they talk about remember when we were in the hotel together remember when we did this remember that's the stuff they remember more than the stuff I think that you know we did on the basketball floor is it similar for you oh absolutely I mean it's just just that. That locker room aspect, you know, I mean, you, you, you get to know these people and you get to grow up with them and, and see all the successes they have throughout their life. And just going back and talking about the, the fun stuff off, off the field is, is always what you always end up going back to. When, when you got to high school, and, and, and you knew, Dave, you knew um, probably when he was in fifth and sixth grade that, that playing for a really good program like Arrowhead was something that he probably was going to be able to do, correct? Well, you know, Jared started in fourth grade. We okay. had him playing up, and you know, I coached it. But so he was playing in fourth grade, and and um, he he got to know all those kids in those grades. And what we try and do is have all the kids mixed together, so when they get to high school, they know each other. Well, when he got to high school, he he wasn't that good. I mean, I can remember Tommy T telling me, "Hey, it, you know, he's a big kid, but you know, he needs some work." But Jared took it upon himself to get himself to be an athlete and get to be a better player in one summer I think he transitioned into one of the quickest linemen they had so that he elevated himself he worked his butt off to make that happen and and can I ask where that passion came from um I mean just a lot of drive and ambition um I had an older brother growing up who played football he got two state championship rings as well and and he was always taking me to uh to when my dad wasn't coaching me off the field, my brother was taking me to the YMCA and teaching me how to lift and how to work out and get ready um, coming in because he wanted me to be successful too. So it was really just our family. Our family had a lot of ambition, and my brother, I, I wanted to do like my brother and win a state championship, and that's what motivated me. Do you remember when it all slowed down for you? Do you remember when all of that hard work kicked in so that you can say, hey, look, okay, I'm at an Arrowhead practice, and hold on a second – you know what? I'm one of the boys here. I'm I, I'm one of the guys. Do you remember when that happened? Um, yeah, I, I can kind of remember that because like like my like my father just said, um, freshman year. I mean, I was just a very large kid, um, not athletic. Didn't didn't really uh, do anything physically on the field well. So that really pushed me. My brother pushed me. My father pushed me um, to to really strive for success. So. Did your mom just hug you during all that time? Because <laughs> you know, Kim was she was a good athlete. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She pushed them too. I Did mean, she? she she wanted that. Yeah, but basically, 
I remember freshman year, I started working out five, six times a day, twice a day, and going to Next Level and, and all these other certain programs to, to help me. And I just remember sophomore year going into fall camp, I'm I'm taller than all these seniors, and I can run faster than all of them, and I'm already lifting more than them, and it's kind of like, oh, this, is, this might be able to work out. So I yeah. was fortunate enough sophomore year to even uh, earn a playing spot. So you, you played for Coach Tarasky your sophomore year? All three years, yeah. yeah. That says a lot because he wasn't real into that. He liked having juniors, seniors, guys have been through the program. Um, you, you know, our next show is a high school football show. The first time Bill Young's coming in. Oh, okay. oh we know him. Yeah, yeah we know him. Sure. He, he, he'll, him and his daughter are coming in. And I've been asking him for 14 years to come on my show, and he, I've never been able to get him in. But I called him this year. And now that they haven't started yet, he can't tell me he's breaking down film. And we're going to talk about, you know, the, the, one of the best programs in, ever in the state of Wisconsin. But you look back at what Coach Tarasco did at Arrowhead for a long time, mm-hmm. that's in that conversation. And you as a sophomore got to play for him is a big deal. The youth program that we're talking about right now, the Junior Chiefs uh, program, and again, my co-host this week is Jason Croft. You know, when you when you listen to a guy like Jared and he talks about the memories he had in this youth program and it carried him over and wanting to be a really good high school player. I mean, it's exactly the kind of stuff we talk about on, on this all state show. Exactly. Do you um do you see that a kid like this who's now giving back? You know, that's the other part that is impressive to me. Here we've got two guys that have been involved in the program a long time. This kid played at Northern Illinois. He's doing a bunch of stuff in his life, got married. But what he loves doing is giving back to this program. And I'm going to ask you about that, Jared. Did you know right after you got done playing at Northern Illinois, and you played with some really good players, by the way, um, that you once you got done playing football, you were coming home to this this neck of the woods? Um, yeah, I, I pretty much knew I was going to come home. I mean, this is a great place to live. My wife uh, went to Arrowhead as well, played tennis here. Um, all of our families back home, and, and you can't you can't find a better place to raise a family than the Lake Country area. So, how quick did you know you wanted to give back to the football uh, football the community there in Heartland? Um, pretty much right away. I mean, my my father was involved, my brother was involved. It was kind of just um, something that I knew was going to be coming along along the way. I mean, I was in the process of moving and doing all those things uh, back home, but I knew uh, I couldn't stay away from football too long. Now, you're involved with the varsity program as well? Correct. I'm the uh, offensive line coach for Arrowhead. Man, how are they going to be this year? Fritz a good guy. Hopefully pretty good. we got a long way to go. Um, it's a heck of a conference. Man, that, that league, that conference. conference is something. Mm-hmm. You know what? And, and they're making some, a little bit of a change starting next year. Uh, with Catholic Memorial leaving, mm-hmm. but I, I get uh, the the head coach at Kimberly listens to, the, to this show and to the next show a lot. And when I say that, I think, hey, look, it's just my opinion. That's the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin, bar none, hands mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. in my estimate. Heat man, I'll get a text message going. Hey, don't forget about <laughs> us here in the Valley, boy. You know we're pretty. We play some pretty good football up here. But night in and night out in that conference certainly got you prepared to play at Northern Illinois. I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's there's many many good players that came out of the conference, especially when I was playing. Um, trying to think of some that come to mind. Oh, they. You know but, what? We could we go back yeah. and look because there was a zillion of them. Yeah. yeah, and it was every night. You know, people would say, "Well, you know, you play Waukesha South. You Waukesha South and any other conference is making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a that's a good football program. Maybe not to the level of some of the other ones." Uh, before we get to a break, playing for your debt. 
you know, he's sitting next to you, so you can still be honest. Don't worry about it. You're, I'm still bigger than him, you're so still I can bigger. take him. I'm not worried about it. I can take you. Yeah. Can you know what? I can still I got, take him. Really? Not if he puts all those rings on. He's gonna. He will mark up your face something. You know, thanks for bringing those rings, by the way. That was that Orange Bowl ring looked really good on my finger. So, um, yeah, playing for your father, and, and my son and I have had this conversation that it wasn't always, you know, rainbows and, and butterflies. Um when you look back at that time playing for him, what what's your first thought? Um, first thought is uh, he was tough. Uh, he was a tough tough on me growing yeah, up sure. uh, in terms of football. Always expected a lot from me. I mean, like he said, uh, I was fortunate enough. I was big enough to play with the fifth graders in fourth grade, and he was my coach, so he was able to to motivate me in playing with those bigger cats. But um, yeah, I mean, basically, I always knew that I was going to be the hardest coach uh, player the whole entire time. So he wasn't—he wasn't going to pick favorites or anything like that. He was going to expect the most out of me and and push me and drive me to be successful. It, it does. It tends—it tends to be harder to coach your own kid. I agree. Um, because of that reason, you want them to excel, so you push them harder and harder than you would normally normal, normal kids that yeah. you have on your team. Um, and sometimes that goes good, sometimes it goes bad. So. Hey, Dave, there's a book called Coaching Our Sons, and it's too late now, but grandsons, and it's an old book from a basketball coach at Dodgeville um, High School. And it's a good, bad, and ugly story, some really ugly stories of coaches in the state of Wisconsin that coach their own sons. We're talking about families that have broken up mm. because of it. And what I learned from that coaching my son, Matthew, was once I got to the kitchen table, I was his father. Now, there were times that he'd want to get in Terry's car after a game and try to beat me to the kitchen table, and I'd stand outside on that door and not let him to the kitchen table until, sure. I, yeah, until I got a piece sure. of him. But I, I, don't think, I don't think it was really good the first year and, and maybe the second year, but after I read that book, I thought it got better because I did expect more from him. Sure. What I didn't know was what he was going through. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I I probably should have read that book. Yeah, it was. It, you know what? Matt, it helped me a ton. Matt can tell you stories as well. You know, so he has. He told me some stuff. No, he didn't tell me. I'm just kidding. He's got <laughs> he, three boys. No, he, he told me about you, about <laughs> all the stuff you were doing. <laughs> I said, no way. A Mesmer boy would never do that kind of stuff. We're gonna get you a break. We're gonna bring Matt back. Uh, Matt McQuestion, who's the president of the Junior Chiefs Youth Football, along with Dave Volk, who's the treasurer, Jared Volk. Dave, I'm going to put you on the couch next, and, and I want to talk a little bit to Matt and Jared about how you find coaches. We're going to get in the weeds a little bit, guys. How you find coaches, what keeps you up at night as the president of this organization. We'll talk about volunteers, and we'll kind of get all that information out regarding the Junior Chiefs Youth Football Program. You can go to lakecountrychiefs.org for more information on their program. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside my co-host this week, Jared Groff. With the first pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Los Angeles Rams select Jared Goff, quarterback, California. That's close, man. That's really close. <laughs> that would have been nice. If that's the case, man, you're 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 going to pay for this thing yourself, man. How's that? <laughs> Welcome back to the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, we're talking Junior Chiefs youth football. My co-host this week, Jason Groff. He is the Allstate Insurance agent in Pewaukee and the Lake Country area. Again, you can find him. You know, certainly Google his name, Jason Groff. G R O F F. Allstate Insurance two six two six nine five sixteen hundred. Again, we're talking Junior Chiefs youth football with Matt McQuestion, who's the president, uh, Jared Volk, who's the competition director, and Dave Volk. 
whose wife, Kim, uh, we all went to high school together. And I'll tell you, Kim, if you're listening, man, your kids make really cute grandbabies. I, I follow you guys on, on Facebook, and I show these pictures to Terry all the time, and we just smile, man. So it, uh, it's really good for me to catch up again with Dave Volk, who uh, spent a lot of time together. We were in high school, kind of lost touch a little bit, and it's really good to see him and, and to talk to his son, Jared, a little bit about football. Matt, let's get in the weeds a little bit right now with the Junior Chiefs program. Um, what's the cost to be involved in, in, in the program? Uh, it's $350, and it may sound like a lot of money, but we're literally the only sport in our area that provides all the equipment, um, all the coaching staff, everything is included in that price. That doesn't sound like a lot of money, actually, no, and, to be honest no. with you. Yeah, and we we have um, we we did some fundraising and put the original field turf in at Arrowhead and also contributed to the stadium project there. So we have a long-term lease. I think Dave and I probably won't be alive by the time that lease is done, but... <laughs> So we play in literally the best high school stadium in well, the state. And look, I know about fundraisers out in your area because I, I emceed the uh, mm-hmm. pie auction one time. <laughs> I've never seen people spend more money on a cherry pie in my life. It was really fun. And I could get guys going at it. I'd say, hey, you're, 300 bucks. This guy says your car isn't worth 300 bucks, And they go, 400 This guy go, five. it was a really fun event to raise money. I think it was for the junior class. For the Arrowhead yep. uh, football, and they did that at at some it was a ski resort. Osplick, yep. yeah, that's where yep. it was. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really fun. So three fifty for the year. Um, how hard is it to find volunteers for you? Um, it's tough. Um, we um, we're a one hundred percent volunteer driven organization. Um, we ask uh, our families to contribute a minimum of two volunteer duties, which would be like a concession stand uh, duty for an hour, or uh, work the chain gang for a game. Um, but we, um, we're constantly looking for people to help at, at that level. And also at the board level, we're always looking for people that want to get involved with our board, board long term. And they have a buyout of 125 or so. Yeah. I think it's about 150 now. Is I, it yeah, we moved it up. Yep. Smart. I, I would, I would put it at 500. We're trying to figure <laughs> out what the threshold of paying is. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't need the money right now. No, right? we don't know. And, and we talked about this off the air and, and I said, look, same with Franklin when we said, 10% of the people do 90% of the work. It's just like church. And we need help. We're not asking you to do concessions when your son is playing. But when it's over, give us an hour. That's yep. all. We, we have some, um, I refer to them as football moms. My wife, Chris, was a football mom. Kim was a football mom. Where they're all in. They're there for, my wife's done the heights and weights for the Chiefs for 15 years. She's still involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And anything she's asked. My kids did all the equipment. His family's done all the same stuff. Kim was working the concession stand and all the different fundraisers. That's right? awesome. But you not there's not enough of them. Correct. Right? Yeah, we just need more people to step up and help. Hey, yeah. as the president of, of this organization, what keeps you up at night? Well, I you know, obviously the declining enrollment. I've I've taken that personally like I'm doing something wrong and I where we live, we're we're in a affluent community. It's expensive to live there. So there's less less families. Um but Arrowhead also is in a period of declining enrollment. Um I think that we've held our own compared to some of the other clubs in our league. Um, but just basically the future of youth football at the club level. Hey, um, Jerry, can I ask you if, if, if you had a parent come up to you and said, look, I have a son that's in fifth grade. Or you know what? For instance, Jason, who's you know kids that yeah. age yep. and getting there, and they said, I'm not sure if football, if I want to get them involved in football. What would you say to them? I would just – well, first I would ask what the issue is because – um, football has done so much for my life and 
I, I could tell you right now, I, I wouldn't be where I am today without it. I, um, all the experience I had going to play at Northern Illinois, just, and just, not just all the experiences, which were awesome playing in all these different, um, NFL stadiums and college football stadiums all over the country. It was just the experiences and, and learning and developing as a person, having to, having to shift off and, and get moved away from the parents and, and grow as an individual and starting to work with a, a group of a hundred people that are all over the country, just a very diverse group. It, it really grew me as a person. And, and fortunately enough, I was, I was able to earn a scholarship and, and play football, um, got my degree. I also finished early. So I got my master's paid for as well. So I got my MBA. So with all of that, I mean, I, I, I couldn't have done it without football. I, I could promise you that. And, and, and you believe that football kept you on the straight and narrow because that was the carrot that if, if you waver, you can't play. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, football is going to, once you get involved in football, I mean, you're never going to want to get enough of it. And, and one of the, when I was getting recruited, um, my father can attest to this, uh, when I was getting recruited at, I think it was Illinois State, um, the the coach that was recruiting me at that time said, football is going to be done with you before you're done with it. So if you're if you're lucky enough, you get to move from Friday to play on Saturday. If you're really good and you're fortunate enough, you can get to play on Sunday. But even on Sunday, you're eventually, football is going to not want you anymore. Right. So try to play it as much as you can, play it to your fullest and strive for greatness. Did Wisconsin offer? Wisconsin did not offer. I was two inches too short, is what I was told. <laughs> you, you got a text from a guy named Tony McCudden. Tony Mack, yep. Yeah. And uh, we'll have that conversation during the break about being an <laughs> inch or two too short for them not to offer. Had they offered? Would I have gone? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I would. Yeah, I mean, everyone's dream in Wisconsin is to play at Wisconsin, right? But, being an offensive lineman at Wisconsin would be a big deal. Yes, it would. But, but again... Um, I, I love where I played. North Illinois was was a great place to go. I had a lot of great experience. I, I have a lot of great teammates, and I would not have taken anything back. And all that started in the Junior Chiefs youth football program. And that's where I'm bringing this back around to because I think it's so important that kids understand and parents understand that once you get your kids involved in, in youth sports, and, and even if you have to push them a little bit, I, like you said, look, my dad pushed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think as, as as grown men, when we look back as fathers and grandfathers, would there be some things that we would change a little bit? Yeah, probably. I don't. Th- I think there's some things I would change the way I, I raised Matthew in, in the basketball world. But I'll tell you this, at the end of the day, when we have these conversations, we've edited out all the bad stuff and we just talk about the good stuff. Look, you showed me a ring from the Orange Bowl. <laughs> and I got you know, seven more to show you. You got seven more <laughs> that would fit on my fingers like crazy, but... I mean, you've gone to some unbelievable places and experienced things that people, and that started with this Junior Chiefs youth football program. And Matt, you've got boys the same thing. The experiences that you guys have had in this program is what keeps you, because you want other guys and their kids to have the same experience. Yeah, we have. Uh, we don't have as many rings at home, but we have a few. And um, yeah, my son Nick played on the the national championship team for Oshkosh a few years back. Mm-hmm. My son Jake uh, won a ring in 2012. That just amazing team that Molling had. Sure. Greg Molling had. Yep. And my son Max went to three different state championships when he was at Arrowhead. Man. So, Who yeah. Who did your son play for at Oshkosh? Cerrone? Yeah, Coach Cerrone. I know Coach Cerrone well. Big fan of Coach Cerrone. Hey, so uh, really quick, um, my mom, um, still around, lives at the Catholic home, and, and she listens to the high school show every Saturday from 10 to 9. And we had Coach Cerrone on. 
and we're going to do two segments with him. And he's talking, and I see on my phone that my mom's calling. I think, well, that's kind of weird. She knows I'm on the air. And then she hangs up, and she calls again. So I think there's an issue. i got to go to a break. Go to a break, go outside, and call her. I go, you okay? She goes, yeah, I wouldn't play for that guy. I go, what? She goes, he's too cocky. And I go, Ma, I'm not looking to recruit you know, an 85-year-old woman with a bad knee. She's like, I have eligibility left. And I said, well, he's still not looking for you, but he's what a great job that yeah he he's an ama- I mean, amazing. I mean, my my just I I have nothing but praise for Coach Cerrone and that program. He's just an amazing coach, absolutely amazing. You know, when you talk to him about youth programs, he'll go right. I mean, he's been involved in them. Oh, I've spent I've spent every year at their contact days. I always go up and spend a couple of days with Coach Vanay, getting some ideas for what we do on offense. Yeah, um, yeah, they hey, they're great. Speaking of that, do you guys run the same stuff that, like, how how involved is 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 Fritz into your program? Great question. Um, so f- we do Fritz. Fritz holds a bunch of off season clinics for okay. us, and then um, as far as scheme is concerned, we run exactly the same scheme. We may use different words for it. Okay. Um, and part of that is that the high school mutates what they call things so quickly. It's hard for me to keep up. Sure. But yeah. yeah, our zone scheme is their zone scheme. Our gap scheme is their gap scheme. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, I wanted to kind of jump and ask a quick question. That obviously football's evolved um, just from when I was a kid. From uh, even when you played, Jared. Yeah. What What different things in in the program now do you teach with uh, when it comes to, to some of the fundamentals? Because the NFL game has changed, which mm-hmm. means the college has changed, and that's going to go all the way down to, to to the youth level. What are some of the biggest things that that, that might be different now than maybe ten years ago? Well, the first thing I would say is the amount of physical contact with kids um, with each other is is really restricted, and that's a great thing. Another thing, we don't, like, the days of, like, running kids at the end of practice for 10 minutes, we don't do that. We, we condition in practice. Um, and then, you know, everything is driven by safety. Um, everything that we look at as far as our players, safety is number one. I have two rules when I coach. Never get a kid hurt and never embarrass a kid by putting him in a position he's not ready for. So, boy, that's yeah, that that that's certainly changed over the years. I know that you know there's a few guys that coached uh, Dave Volk and I that didn't mind embarrassing us. In fact, I see st- still see John Kazabowski every once in a while. I listen to this stuff and he got after it back then, and certainly Dave Beekle didn't. He didn't mind it either, right? Yeah, it was good. Hey, um, we're gonna get to a break. Uh, Jared, I'm going to put you back on the couch. I can't thank you enough for coming in. I, I love the fact that that you've gone through this program, played for your father, and and willing to talk about those experiences. And now in full circle, you're back giving back to this program and certainly to uh, to the varsity program. So thank you. You know what? It's really impressive to meet you, and and uh, not surprising that uh, that your dad pushed you a little bit because you know what? <laughs> like I said. He was uh, he was an awfully good football player. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to ask Dave Volk to, to come back to the mic, and we'll finish up talking about the Junior Chiefs Youth Football Program. My co-host is Jason Groff. He is with Allstate Insurance. He handles the Pewaukee and the uh, Lake Country area. And, again, I can't thank the guys from Allstate Insurance enough. With partners like that, I can continue doing shows like this. This is the Youth Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, 
welcome back to the U Sports Show. It's going to be a while because I'm trying on all these rings that Jared Hulk <laughs> brought in, man. My goodness. These are awesome. NIU rings, the Arrowhead rings. The, he's got the Orange Bowl ring. That's my favorite, by the way. I'm sure that I don't know which one's his favorite, but that it's orange. Rather, it's the Orange Bowl ring. Yeah, that yeah. I, that would be. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, Dave, you did good, man. You know what? I tried, I, man. I tried. I we, tried. You know what? I always <laughs> want to know what my kids are like when they can't smile my cologne. Right? I'm not around. I'm not in the car. I'm not around the, the corner. And uh, you know what? This is a young man that shakes hands, looks you right in the eye, and uh, is willing to, to give back. And, and we talked about that servant leadership gene, and, and who knows where it comes from. But, I, I Jason, I know that you have it, mm-hmm. and certainly you guys have it, because you're still doing this stuff, and nobody, you're not getting paid for this. No. And uh, I love the fact that you know, you're doing it for a specific purpose, because your kids had a great experience, that you want other families in that area mm-hmm. to have that kind of experience. Hey, when, when I talked with, with Matt and asked him what kept him up at night, you're the treasurer of, of this youth program. Are you still coaching, Dave? I am not coaching. No? Um, I'm waiting for my grandchildren to come up, and then I will start you, coaching. You, you go back to coaching? I'm only a few years away from that. Here you go. Matt, how about you? Are you still coaching? Uh, last year was the first year I wasn't on a staff. How did that go? Um, it was painful. I missed it. Well, I'm going to find out this winter. Is 36 Matt, years Matt is a fantastic basketball. coach. He is he's a great coach. And was it hard for you? I mean, it was physically It hard? was hard to watch other people coach in a position that I should be coaching in or you, could have coached. You'd still go to games. I went to every game, yeah. See, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> you know. I, I I wouldn't make plans for like a Saturday and then I ended up at the stadium watching yeah. all the games. And Terry and I haven't gone anywhere in the wintertime in 36 years. Because I've got oh, practice, yeah. we got games, we got, yeah. and we won a state championship this last year at Martin Luther. Fantastic! Good to cut down the nets, grab the ball, and and say, okay, I'm done. So we'll we'll see how long that lasts. People, <laughs> people are like, that's not going. You're going to miss it. Yeah, you're going to miss it. Are you thinking about getting back to it? Well, so far this year, I've committed to helping with install with our eighth grade. So we'll we'll see how it goes. You see that smirk on your buddy to your left? Yeah. Volk's like, yeah, we got him back. Yeah, he'll he, be back. He'll be hey, back. Hey, how hard is it for you guys to find coaches? It's tough. It's it's a craft, right? It's something you can't just play high school football and say, I'm going to coach youth football. So there, you ha- there is some things you need to understand that are different. And then, you know, people's time constraints today. A lot of people work a lot. They have other children that are into things. So Finding good coaches is really – it's everywhere, though. It's not just at our level. It's at the high school level, everywhere. Hey, I should have asked Jared this when I had him at, at the mic. How hard will it be for him to coach high school kids? Because that's, that's a different level and then come down to the to the youth level. So he's just te- – probably coaching more technique with the little ones. And then and, and then as he gets older, he's teaching what, what, the, what Fritz and the varsity coaches want him to teach. Yeah, right? so we use the same blocking schemes that they use at Arrowhead. So from a technical standpoint, it's the same. Jared's approach to kids is great. I mean, I, I wish he was a full-time coach with us, um, but he's, he's an excellent coach. He understands what he's doing and is able to jump between the two divisions. Boy, that's, that's, that's a gift because I don't think everybody can, can do that. Hey, when I talked to Matt about what keeps up, up at night, he talked about – the dwindling numbers, same thing for you, Dave? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that, as a treasurer, that relates to dollars and to try and keep the program uh, moving. I mean, we're in a great state. Um, but, yeah, that always is a concern. Um, we talk about that relentlessly at all our meetings in the off season. 
Um, but we also watch all the grade schools and how are they doing it. I mean, a lot of the schools are down in enrollment, so we kind of watch that. We're told that, it, that we're at the low point in that, and it's going to start going up again. But we, we also uh, you know, compete with other sports like lacrosse. Right, baseball is getting very popular. Starting to do select teams that uh, go year round, so um, that also affects our numbers. Hey, Dave, you're a multi-sport athlete. You played baseball and football, yep, correct? Yep. Um, d- d- were your kids multi-sport athletes? Um, no, actually. Well, no, I don't. Jerry, you never, you never played. No, he played. Oh, he was a track guy. He he did. He threw the shot put threw and the disc and that. Yeah. Jason, uh, my young, oldest one, did not. He was only purely football. And Jessica was a big soccer player, and she only she played basketball as well. Look at Jason Groff. Sm- you know, he's smiling, clapping. <laughs> hey, these football boys finally said the word soccer. He got a text from a buddy of his said, "Don't don't get bullied by those football players. You uh, you stick up for our lovely game of of soccer." Now, I will I will say, Mike, if I had to go back and you kind of look back in life, what can you do different? I would have loved to have played football for a year or two in high school. I know when I, I played soccer four years, I had a coach after a gym class come up to me and say, hey, you know what, Hey, get rid of that soccer, we want you to be a wide receiver. Yeah. Because a lot of the soccer guys come in, not just kickers, but they're, uh, but they're the wide receivers and some of the cornerbacks. Yeah, you bet. Hey, you're tall enough, you'd be a nice tight end. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, where did you go to high school? Wausau East High School. There you go. You could have played there. Yeah. yeah, not an arrowhead, but you could have played no, that. I'm just kidding. I think they're Division 9 or 10 up there. No, they're, no they're not a lot of great football right now being played up in that area, but but it's coming back, that's that's for sure. Hey, guys, when when uh, when you get your coaching staffs together, how, how often do you do you come together as a group? Do you, do you have coaching clinics? Do you have parent clinics? I read online with, again, your mission statement, and then I like the fact that you have some information for parents Kind of like do's and don'ts, you know. Let's let's be good ambassadors for this program. Um, do you guys get together and talk about that kind of stuff? Yeah, so we do. Um, we do coaching clinics all throughout the off season, and um, our parent meetings. We're, the, I think, the biggest challenge we have is getting information to parents. So um, tomorrow we actually do equipment handout, which is a feat to see when you suit up, you know, three hundred kids for football in four hours. Hey, can I just real quick and cut you off? If there's somebody listening right now. Who says, "Boy, I'm living out here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I maybe my fifth grade son would like to try. Oh this. yeah, absolutely. They can still get involved. Yeah, we'll take kids up until we submit rosters to our league on September first. So LakeCountryChiefs.org, LakeCountryChiefs.org is where you want to go to that website. Sorry about that. yeah, that's correct. So and then we'll do our parent meeting. We'll be by grade tomorrow. Um, so it'll be more of an intimate gathering. And basically, we I have a script that I'm going to go through and then take questions from parents. But my biggest thing is getting the right information to our parents. You know, you, you guys have seen, and I don't know if it's just because everything is 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 on YouTube now, but, you know, brawls at, at youth baseball games and brawls. I don't know how we stop that kind of stuff other than making sure that we have those conversations with parents. The last one I saw was a 13-year-old umpire and a pregnant woman with a bat that came out in the field. Oh, yeah. The players yeah. were seven, seven years yeah. old. Oh, yeah. And if you watch that brawl on YouTube and you look behind the plate, and there's all people fighting, but then look into center field. There's parents fighting in yep. center field, mm-hmm. and all the players are just standing in their position because yeah. they don't know yeah. what to do. And I was embarrassed yeah. that I do a youth sports show at that point. We, we like, have a parent's code of conduct, actually, that uh, good. parents sign uh, before the program so that we don't – we're trying to alleviate. I mean, you never, you never can stop them right. totally, but we try and – 
help them understand that we won't put up with that kind of behavior, I guess, on, on our field in front of our kids. Hey, how nervous were you guys when you were driving to one of your son's games in college? Because I used to get – my son played in Watertown – I always felt like I was going to throw up by the time I got to Oconomowoc. Oh, yeah. See, oh, I, have yeah. The, I have thrown up before. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. You know what? I feel better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel better. Oh, yeah. did, I, you, did you guys sit next to your wives during games and stuff? No. No. Oh, no. Never. I'm not alone no, then. No. Okay. No. Let's hog, man. Yes. No. My wife always said that I don't cheer correctly. I still don't know what that means. Hey, guys, thank you so much. This was a really fun show for me. Uh, Junior Chiefs Youth Football, good hands. You guys are doing a nice job. LakeCountryChiefs.org for more information. Matt, it's, it's good to finally meet you in person. It, Dave, it's really good to touch yeah, base with you again. Yep. And and tell Jared, thank you so much. Uh, Jason, thank you. I appreciate your partnership on this show. And again, we couldn't do it without you guys from Allstate Insurance. Excellent. Thanks, Mike. You bet. You've been listening thank to you. the U Sports Show. Brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.